Well, they've had the perfect preparation. Lucky enough to speak with Matthew a couple of weeks ago. We had a little sit in there and find out what the Crows are doing and almost the perfect preparation. Maybe it was. Matthew, uh, welcome to Sports Day SA. How are you? I'm well, guys. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, would you say it's, uh, as coaching-wise, as good a preparation as you can have? You beat Frio, you beat West Coast, not too many injuries. You must be thrilled with the way it's gone. Oh, look, I'm really, really pleased with the work the guys put in and we, you know, we had some great results in Perth. But I probably can't answer that until maybe about sort of 8 o'clock Sunday night. And we'll see how we go against the Giants and, you know, whether it was the perfect prep. But look, we're, we're in... The boys are confident. They're feeling really good about the way we're going about our footy. So we're, we're looking forward to taking on the Giants. You spoke about all the key factors and young players getting games in now. They are fit. You've got Darren Burgess there. It's your fourth year. You're getting the side you want. And that's all a big plus. Yeah, it is. And, and I've probably said across the journey, it's, it, it takes time. Um, you know, we've asked for a little bit of patience. We... We feel, I think a lot of people now are feeling like we're starting to see some results and starting to see a little bit more consistency. That, that's the key from here. Is, it's really the performance we put out against West Coast was a really strong one from our point of view. And, uh, our challenge is to now do that for another 23 rounds. And <laughs> that's tough. It's not easy to do, but that's our goal is to put out a you know, standard of footy that's going to challenge the best teams in the competition week in, week out. Matty, you took the club over at a time, uh, well, three and a half years ago, I guess now, and in the first year, you, I'm a great believer in percentage, you had 64%, uh, two years ago, 82%, and last year, 87%. So you're, you're getting back to what I consider that 50-50 football, and this is the season to hopefully get double wins. It's a really nice projection up. Yeah, Malcolm, we look at something very similar. We, you know, we like percentage. It shows that you're competitive. You, know, you can you can have a lot of luck uh, and get across the line in close games. You can also go the other way where you know things don't quite go your way. You get a, a number of small things wrong in key moments and you can lose games of footy. So if you start to talk about win-loss, um, it's dangerous sometimes because you could still have a, a solid year. I think Collingwood last year had a fantastic mm. year. They're obviously a, a very, very good side. Um, you know, they were able to get across the line. You know, they got the job done when it counted and yeah, we'll probably a kick away from a grand final. We we know how close the competition is, and percentage is really important. Now that you know the WA game um, against the Eagles, I know they didn't have Darling, and Nick Nat knew he changes the middle a little bit. But I was fascinated in the look that that you actually. I thought Riley O'Brien at times last year looked a bit cooked. You know that young player still he's only a young man. Using Himmelberg as his backup, I actually I thought looked half okay. Do you think you'll persevere with that? Uh, well, look, yeah, we've got. A number of guys knocking on the door. Riley O'Brien, firstly, um, we, we've challenged our, our probably our number one ruck. Rob's been our, our number one ruck now for for two or three years. Um, we put it to him this year. We really tried a number of things where you know we put a couple of mobile guys in Riley Gilthorpe and and Himmelberg against him in match practice um, up against him and Strawn. Um, and I think it's made him even hungry. He looks fantastic at the moment. He's obviously an ultimate professional, Rob. So he's in pretty good nick. Um, but um, he'll more than likely, we've still got a training session tomorrow, but it's more than likely that Rob will get the nod. He deserves it as a, mm-hmm. as a leader of our footy club. Talk about leaders. Yeah, Maddie, you were very, um, very glowing of Jordan Dawson. He's a new skipper. And also Riley O'Brien and Ben Key. So obviously I'm happy with the leadership there. Yeah, really pleased we have been for, for a number of years. We've, um, especially from an off-field point of view, we, we felt that, 
you know, those guys you mentioned, Ben Keyes, there's none better to, to teach a young group you know, how to be a professional. Um, so from an off-field point of view, we were, you know, we had great leaders. We felt um, when we went out and we really targeted you know, a number of players um, through acquisition, we ended up getting Jordan Dawson to join us. And a lot of that, the reason for Jordan coming was obviously he's a great footballer, but he's also an outstanding on-field leader. And we've seen that come through in a short period of time where they've done a lot for our backs group. There are times where we put him through the midfield and um, that's the key for us from here going forward is our ability to, I guess, lead on field, get the job done when it's time to win games of footy. We, we felt we had a lot more opportunities last year where maybe we could have stolen a few more wins. or, or not. The word stolen was probably wrong. There are probably games we felt like we should have won and we didn't. Yeah. So our challenge this year is to tick off some of those wins. Am I right in saying you've been very selective in, in recruiting too? Like you're not picking any players for a quick fix. You've got Dawson at a good age. Uh, you've got Rankin at a good age. Um, Keys came at a good age. Is that the philosophy of Adelaide? You, you want them all to grow up together, not to have a couple of oldies? Uh, yeah, very deliberate in our strategy. Um, and we'll continue to be that way. Um, you know, it, it can be tough at times because you're, you're not getting wins and... Um, you know, ultimately, the game's about performing and getting the job done and winning. But, but our list strategy is very much, you know, it's very measured. It's, you know, we've targeted a number of players. It's not just targeting one. It's, you know, you do have to look you know, closely at the way these guys perform at other clubs. You know, what sort of players are coming into free agency. And we want to add the right players to our group because we, we feel like we're a really strong group. Um, we always want to improve. Every team needs to keep improving because you know, year on year, you're just going to continue to get better. But we've, we, we've been really pleased with the acquisitions we've brought in the last few years. Once again, back to that Eagles game and, and the, the pre-season, there's a young fellow I've had my eye on. I know he's player number 252, Matthew, a bloke by the name of Jake Saliga. Mate, he was so impressive with his hands. I thought he actually half got the team running in that terrific uh, practice game. I know he's young. I know it was practice. But his smarts around the ball was terrific. Yeah, Jake's... Um, I mean, he's been an amazing find, considering you know, where we were able to pick him up in the draft. And a lot of work went in. He was, you know, he was playing free with Richmond for a period there in a couple of trial games. Um, and something jumped off the page. There's just something there. You, know, you talk about... He just looked, there was times where he was able to impact the game and he was really balanced. He sees the game well. He really does play the game with his eyes. So he, he's a really important player now. And to top that off, he's actually become, or he's a roommate with Joshua Shelley and uh, Licky Nan Kerbis. So yeah, we've got a, a really sort of tight group there where you know, we'd love these guys to come through and, and end up being you know, big names of the Adelaide Twitty Club, like the guys, you know, like Rory Sloan and. Scotty Thompson and some of these names that we've seen in the past. Yeah, the other one that uh, a really good football a mate of mine, we, we, we're comparing notes at the moment, Luke Pedler. He's taken a step forward too. He looks really good. Yeah, well, Luke is um, really it was body for, for Luke. It's, you know, it just took him some time to to get his body to the level that's required to you know, perform it at, at AFL level. Um, they struggled with some groin issues in the past and and a lot of that, you know, fixing up the groins involves hard work off the field that doesn't really get noticed. You know, it's, it's not like you're in the gym working on your biceps and your shoulders and coming out and everyone notices. It's the inner core muscles that strengthen. So he's been, you know, he's really turned himself into a professional because if we can get his body right and, and he can perform, well, he's, he's quite a dangerous forward at the moment. 
But long term, we see him, you know, pinch hitting and or maybe even getting into as a, as a full time midfielder. Mm. Matty, I love the forward line, the X factors I call it: Fogarty, Walker, Rankin, Rochelle, McAdam, Keys, Pedler. But we spoke about this before a couple of weeks ago too. There's a fine line between all that attack and defence, and you, you've had McHenry and Murphy doing that job. So will that be more the Pedler and the Keys, perhaps on def- as a defensive forward doing that role? Well, we're we're doing our best to work with all our players around, you know, rounding their games off. Because you know, I, I would say you know, Shane McAdam plays down there. Well, Shane's got an unbelievable X factor, and what he can do with the ball is, you know, he's quite amazing. But he's also one of our best defenders. You know, the intensity he brings yep. and the way he chases and puts pressure on. Um, well, we're asking that of of all of our forwards. And you know, Josh Rochelle, who he's going, to, he's going to be a fantastic footballer. Um, you know, he's already sort of knocking on the door for that sort of. Um, I guess label. Uh, we're trying with Josh to say, hey, this is as important. You know, your ability to help us defend is going to set us up to mm. then score off the back of it. And he, you know, he's great. He's like a sponge. He just wants to learn. He listens. He's very coachable. And, you know, I'm only using him as one example. It's the same with Pedler, as you mentioned. Ben Keyes has now gone forward, and you know, Ben Keyes basically got his career on track by being the hardest two-way runner. I would say one of the hardest in, in the league. So. We've got that bonus, but um, and these guys can also rotate through the midfield, and that's that's our plan is to you, know, you want to be keeping your straps in August. Um, you want to be playing finals footy, so you know coming towards your best in September, you'll need to rotate guys through that midfield from your forward line more than likely, and we're trying to set ourselves up with that. Darcy Fogarty is probably the most um, improved footballer in the last ten or twelve weeks last year. Now you you showed tremendous faith in him when a lot of the critics were saying he. He should be playing in the Sandville. Once again, um, he's sort of rewarded you back for showing him that faith. And he looks like, I mean, his pre-season been outstanding. Uh, the sky's the limit for Darcy? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm like a proud dad when it comes to Darcy. <laughs> as, he's, as he's James Riley, our forwards coach, and, and all of our, actually our, our whole footy department and his teammates. Because it's, it's, it's just down to hard work and, and I guess a, a, a little more focus around his professionalism and, and preparing for... A pre-season, you know, he came in, you know, sorry, he went away at the end of last season uh, in some really good form. I think everyone was talking about him and the challenge was to come back in good nick and be able to repeat it again. And, and he did that to his credit. I, I think something clicked with Das where, you know, he now, he now knows he's a very, very good player and he's able to talk to himself in that way. And, um, you know, he's going to be hard to stop this year if we're able to get our game going. He's, you know, he, he understands game plan. He's now become a leader of the club, you know, speaking up a lot more. So, it's just, it, as I said, it makes you proud to watch these guys. If given time and given some patience, that their games will get there. And we see it with a lot of big, you know, key position players. It does take longer because it's a hard position. Matthew, you've uh, you've introduced 21 new players to the club in the last three years in your time there, and I guess there'll be some more this year, which is going to be great. But one that's not going to be there is Fisher Mackesee. I mean, that story of him going home and just losing the passion to do it must be disappointing for everybody at the club, not only the, the young fella. He's made his decision, but it's just a disappointment for the Adelaide Football Club. Yeah, look, it, it was. And it was, you know, when it came down to it, I was able to sit down with Fisher um, probably just prior to him making the decision as well as afterwards. And uh, it was a, a really amicable conversation. We, we spoke openly right throughout. It was just a really tough tough one for him. It was a really tough call for him. Um, you know, we, we got to that point where football and football in Adelaide wasn't for him. 
Um, you know, and he made a decision that was, I guess, you know, in his best interest. Um, it wasn't an easy one for him because he didn't want to let down his teammates, but it wasn't the environment for him. It wasn't, um, you know, something that he, he had passion for uh, over the last 12, 12 or so months. And so he made that decision. And I, and I support that decision. The last thing you want is, you know, someone coming into a job that they just hate doing. Um, you know, we, we take it for granted that everyone's just going to love football and it's going to be easy. I can tell you, it's not an easy, it's not an easy gig. It's, um, you know, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And, and that wasn't for Fish. And I wish him all the best with whatever the, the next uh, adventure is for him. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned it before. You know, I, I think he had a run in the middle against the Eagles once again too, but Shane McAdam looked quite smart in there. I, I don't know how long you put him there for. I wasn't. He just caught my eye a few times. He was really clever when the ball, when he's around the ball. He actually does something. I'd love to claim, uh, Malcolm, that that was a, a move. You probably find Shane just decided it was time for him to impact the game. We, we, oh, okay. we, um, we haven't put Shane through the midfielders yet. Um, I mean, he's so potent and dangerous up forward. There are a couple of passages of play, I, I, I recall, from West Coast, which we showed to the group where Shane was up high and he was, you know, some of the speed and the composure yeah. he shows with the ball. Um, you know, he, he's a player. He's a real player. Um, it's, as we improve, you hope that we're going to see a lot more of him because there'll be a little bit more ball in our front half. But as I said, that's that's the biggest challenge for us. Is you know, we, yeah, we I feel like we've got a really strong forward line. I think our midfielders are improving week in week out. Like we're learning. Um, thought it was our best contest, you know, that we'd shown on on uh, last Friday. So keen now to do it again. David and I had a discussion about with the back line. I mean, you may be one tall short. Maybe Thilthorpe can go back. Maybe Himmelberg, you can teach him. But we were talking about the kids, Parnell and Michelani. Which I mean, can you play both of them or do you play one of them? It's going to be an interesting decision you got this week when you pick your team. <laughs> you must have been sitting in match committee over the last couple of days. We've, um, yeah, it's a challenge for us. It's trying to work through... Well, firstly, what's be- what we feel is best for us. You know, how do we play our best footy? Because yep. it's not, you know, the game is now more than just defending. You know, we asked Jordan Butts and, and Nick Murray, who are two of our, I guess, key tall defenders. You know, we asked them to be involved in our offense as well. Um, well, it's not all about just stopping a forward. So, and when you talk Paddy Parnell and you talk um, uh, Michael Annie, you know, two young players who have got fantastic upside. Um, we will probably have to make a tough call mm. around one of those, depending on our opponents for the weekend. Like this weekend, we get Riccardi, you know, Hogan and Himmelberg. So we're going to be challenged, you would have thought, in the air. And we're going to have to pick a side accordingly. But it's interesting because we look at Geelong and you know, they play a lot of 190-odd you know, defenders that can can both defend as a team really well, but they're also extremely strong with the ball in hand when, when they go into offense. And it's something we're looking at. Um, you know, trying to shape our, our back six or seven that play each week. Just one last one, Maddie. Um, GWS, they touched you up. You didn't get too many touch-ups last year, but they played a fantastic game here in Adelaide, so obviously still a lot of talent in that side. Oh, yeah. My word, they do. And I, I unfortunately, it might be... It might actually run against us. I know them too well. Um, and we've got to... You know, we've got to ensure we focus on what we've got to do, but have a you know, a real respect for our opposition and, and look to really counter what it is, you know, their weapons. You look at their, their forward line again, they've got an amazing forward line, Toby, led by Toby Green, and he's super dangerous. And then, or well, their midfield, um, they were up and firing last week and 
that's probably that, that what that's what let us down the last two times we played against him. We, we're not going to go back and look at too much of that. Um, you know, we want to stay in a really confident headspace, but we'll definitely yeah. have some uh, plans in place for countering what they're going to bring. Matty Nix, thanks for the chat. Good luck this weekend. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you.